Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, May 27th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. When leaders of the Oregon Department of Corrections met last fall with that $325 an hour consultant to plan the agency's future, they rattled off challenges they faced, among them a, quote, dysfunctional governor's office and legislature. Their take on state lawmakers was particularly blunt, quote, uninformed but believe they are informed. Unquote. The withering assessments were included in an internal document prepared by the consultant and obtained by the Oregonian and Oregon Live. It was Colette Peters, the longtime corrections leader, who offered the unflattering assessment of Governor Kate Brown's office during the meeting and documented in the report. That's according to multiple sources. Peters answers to Brown as a department director. She was appointed by then-Governor John Kitzhaber and has led Oregon's prison systems for a decade, making her among the longest-serving agency directors in the state. The perception of lawmakers as uninformed came from several people in the room. Representative Janelle Bynum, a Democrat from Happy Valley, who this year pressed Peters in a hearing on the department's discipline of a prisoner, called the criticism, quote, unfair. Governor Brown's office did not respond to a request for comment. Peters is seen as a progressive corrections leader who closed death row, allowed the installation of a first-of-its-kind Japanese garden on the grounds of the state's only max security prison, and took prison staff to Norway to glean lessons on how to humanely treat prisoners. Her tenure has seen controversy. The agency was criticized for its handling of large-scale prison evacuations during the 2020 wildfires and its pandemic response. Dr. Martins, the venerable British bootmaker, is shutting down its warehouse near Swan Island. 71 employees will lose their jobs. The company's Portland office, which operates as headquarters of its Americas division, will remain open, the company confirmed. The brand, known as Doc Martens, or just Docs, makes boots that became popular during the 1990s grunge era. It's expanded far beyond those style boots in recent decades. The company said it's building a new, larger distribution center in Los Angeles, and that means it will wind down and eventually close at its Portland warehouse. The company's revenues grew 15% in the 2021 fiscal year. The Oregonian and Oregon Live has learned that a calamitous mix-up at a Portland marijuana company began with one employee who confused two similar-looking buckets with nearly identical identification numbers. That's according to a state investigative report obtained by the newspaper. The report does not specify whether Curaleaf, the marijuana company, had any quality control measures in place to catch those types of errors. The investigative report provides the first direct account of how Curaleaf confused bottles of marijuana drops with those containing CBD, the wellness product, that doesn't have psychoactive properties. After the error, at least a dozen people who thought they were taking CBD became ill after ingesting jumbo doses of THC. At least five customers reported going to the emergency room after taking the mislabeled drops. Two said they were driving when they were incapacitated by an unexpected marijuana high. Cureleaf maintains that it complied with state safety requirements, 
but in a statement this week acknowledged its responsibility in the incident and described several new safety procedures. Among other reforms, CuraLeaf said it now tests samples before selling its products. Massachusetts-based CuraLeaf is one of the nation's largest recreational marijuana companies and now faces a 70-day suspension from Oregon regulators and a record $200,000 fine. CuraLeaf plans to contest the penalties before an administrative law judge. Iron Chef, the once mega-popular cooking show, is being reborn on Netflix next month, and one of Portland's most famous chefs will be a contestant. Gregory Gourdet will be one of a handful of contestants on Iron Chef's Quest for an Iron Legend, which premieres June 15th on Netflix. It's the latest incarnation of the cooking competition show that started in Japan and was adapted into a long-running American spinoff on the Food Network. There are five Iron Chefs and a handful of competitors. The show is scheduled to include eight 45-minute episodes. Alton Brown is returning to host the show. Corday has become a familiar face for foodies across the nation. He was on Bravo's Top Chef multiple times. He has a new restaurant in Portland, Con, opening in July. For more stories about Portland's epic food scene, go to hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.